Hello and welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. My name is Tom Rebeck and I'm a partner in our research division. I'm here with Ibrahim Kasaji, an analyst in our IoT team. Today we're going to be talking about private networks and Ibrahim has recently published a couple of items relating to private networks, a tracker and a short report discussing the results of this tracker. So Ibrahim, let's start with the background on the tracker. What is it? What does it include and so on? Yeah, thanks Tom. So the the tracker uh, tracks the deployment of private LTE and 5G networks um, that have been disclosed in the public domain. Uh, so when we say private networks, we're talking about uh, you know uh, a local cellular network that uses LTE or 5G to create a dedicated network to support the connectivity of a specific enterprise or organization. And so we came across 156 private LTE or 5G networks uh, that have been disclosed, uh, details of which have been disclosed in the public domain. And I should point out that you know the total market for private networks, networks is much larger than this because you know not all networks are disclosed. We don't have details in all of them, and we, we are aware of the existence of at least 500 private networks. You know, at the end of 2020. Uh, and it's likely that the market is even bigger. But for the purpose of this podcast, we're going to talk about uh, the trends in private networks based on the 156 private LTE and 5G networks uh, that are disclosed in the public domain. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I think the, the key point is there are 156 networks where we have all of the details in terms of who the customer is, who's, who's built it, who the, um, the technology providers are, um, the use cases and so on. There are other networks where the details we've got the, there's a large number but we don't know the details of it so what we're focusing on is where we can actually do a bit more analysis so on that point then we can split the results in various different ways so let's start with geography where are we seeing most of the most of these private networks being built yeah so what we're seeing so far is you know the level of private network activity in a country or region it generally correlates with the maturity of, of the iot market in that country and, and we generally see deployments, you know, in high-income countries. So if you start with Western Europe, which which is kind of the leading region with 66 private LTE and 5G networks, and you know the local presence of Ericsson and Nokia, which are you know network equipment providers, which which are currently playing you know a dominant role in the private networks market, um, and their presence has has driven activity in the region. And in Western Europe. It's also benefited from the presence of, of the large operators, you know, Deutsche Telekom, Telefonica and Vodafone, all of which have, have deployed multiple private networks each. And North America is another region where we're seeing a lot of private network activity, uh, both in Canada and in the US. In the US in particular, the market has benefited from the availability of the commercially available CBRS spectrum, you know, which has started to open up the market uh, to enterprises to build their own private networks and for these smaller specialist providers uh, to build networks using CBRS. Do you want to talk about China as well? Because I think that's quite an interesting interesting market to touch on. Yes, China is, is I guess, a bit of an exception in that we wouldn't class it as a high-income country, but um, it is very active in terms of private networks. So there were 25 private networks in China, which is more than any other country in the tracker. And the local presence of Huawei has definitely been a factor in that. Huawei has been involved in the majority of those 25 networks in China. Uh, and the support of the state has also has also helped the market in China. We've seen that most of China's private networks are being deployed for public transport and for smart city applications. 
And out of the 66 that you mentioned in, in Europe, which are the dominant countries, presumably those with a, a large industrial base? Yeah, that's right. So Germany is is a leading country in Western Europe with, with 18 private LTE and 5G networks. Uh, and as you said, kind of the, there's lots of industrial firms based there uh, and, and large operators uh, have a presence there. Uh, there's 11 in the UK and there's 10 in Finland, uh, which is interesting. And, and we can probably put that down to the presence of Nokia, uh, the local presence in Finland. Yeah, and I guess also Nokia, um, as we talked about before, it, it, these are the ones where we have public details for, and it's obviously in Nokia's interest to, to promote the, the networks it's involved in. Um, let's talk next about the um, the vertical splits between uh, of these networks. Wh which markets are most active? So what we're seeing so far is that the industrial sectors are really leading the deployment of private networks. So the manufacturing and transport sectors alone account for, for over half of the private LTE and 5G network deployments in our tracker. So if we start with the manufacturing sector, uh, there's 48 private networks that we found and, and 37 of these are being used to build smart factories. Uh, enterprises are using these private networks to connect uh, you know, industrial equipment, you know, it's machine tools, heavy equipment, uh, and also automated guided vehicles. And we're seeing lots of you know, large multinational companies such as BMW, you know, Bosch and Mercedes-Benz. You know, these are the type of companies uh, that are building private networks in the manufacturing sector. In terms of transport, uh, we're seeing transport hubs emerging as a use case for private networks. Private networks are being used at airports and railways uh, where the motivation is to provide stable and quicker connectivity to travelers and staff. And at ports, we're also seeing private networks being deployed uh, for asset tracking and to connect automated guided vehicles. Okay, thanks, Ibrahim. And then the last split is in terms of technology. So, so what's the split between the the LTE networks and the and the five G? So we have of the 156 networks in our tracker, 42 are on five G, which which represents 27 percent. So, so LTE uh, is still the dominant technology because you know LTE is sufficient in, in connecting most of most of these private networks in the tracker in terms of inbuilding and in-campus deployments where, where where LTE is sufficient. But we are seeing 5G, the number of 5G networks growing. So at the end of 3Q2020 we had we had 16 5G networks and that's gone up to 42 at the end of 4Q2020. So we, we so we should expect to see you know, much more 5G activity and especially it will especially be led by the manufacturing sector. So so of those 42 5G networks, 28 are in the manufacturing sector. Which I guess makes sense because the the, the types of applications the manufacturers are using uh, the private networks for, for tend to be a bit more advanced and so they benefit from the from the capabilities of 5G. Yes, that's right. So in the manufacturing sector, we're seeing applications, use cases such as Automated guided vehicles, you know, uh, heavy machinery, and, and and kind of equipment in the manufacturing process, um, which, as you said, the you know, five G is better suited. Five um, G is better suited to connect these applications. And then let's turn to who's actually who's building these networks, who's managing these networks, uh, who are they being led by, and what, what's the role of operators in this? So the market is is currently dominated by network equipment providers. So they they acted as the main contractor in 91 of the 156 networks in our tracker. 
And by network equipment providers, we're, we're mainly talking about uh, Ericsson, Huawei, Nokia, you know, these kind of players who, who kind of long established in and have experience in, in building networks and providing the equipment. And in terms of operators, we found that they're the main contractor in 34 of the 156 private networks. So, so they're currently playing quite a limited role. Now, in these other networks where they're not the main contractor, uh, they're sometimes leasing the spectrum or providing hardware support. But in general, their operator activity has been fairly low. And we've seen it's mostly been the large operators such as Telefonica and Vodafone, which have entered the market early. Uh, and other operators are, are still weighing up you know, where, what their position is and, and how they can enter the market. Okay, thanks. Um, and then let's look forward a bit and what you expect for the remainder of, of, of 2021 for this private network space. So we expect the market to continue to go grow quite rapidly and we expect it to be led by the large industrial firms and some of these already have public plans to roll out networks across their factories. So for example, Volkswagen plans to install private networks in 122 of its factories and Bosch plans to do so in 250 of its factories over time. So what we should see is, you know, some of these large firms that, that have trialed their private networks in, in one or two cases, uh, if they prove to be successful, then we should see them roll it out you know, across factories. Uh, and this should help 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 the market to kind of grow and pick up pace. Uh, and it also sounds from what you were saying about the 5G, that sort of accelerated 5G networks that accelerated in the latter half of 2020. So, so possibly the majority of new networks in 2021 will be 5G? Yeah, we'd expect, we'd expect so. You know, as you said, uh, some operators haven't entered the market yet, but but 5G will provide them enough opportunities for them to do so. Um, and, and, you know, there are some countries that are still sorting out spectrum and, and, and the market, the 5G market is at early stages. So we expect the, the pace of, of the 5G market to pick up definitely in 2021. OK, great. Thanks. Thanks for that, Ibrahim. So finally, just where can people find more about this topic? So if you head to the Knowledge Centre on the Analysis Mason website, you'll find uh, the tracker and the, the, the network deployments report that we've talked about uh, in this podcast. And you can also find uh, if, if some other reports and, uh, and, and not free articles that we've written uh, on private networks or on the Knowledge Centre. OK, brilliant. Thank you, Ibrahim. Um, thank you for listening. Um, and if you'd like to receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast.